Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Y'all know what it is. It's another one, y'all, sparking conversation. And, yo, i just like to thank each and every one of y'all for joining us each and every week, man. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., we jump on here, man, and we chop it up, man, me and the crew. And we just go through a few things, you know what I mean? Like, we go over the things that happen throughout the week that be crazy. Some stuff be serious. Some things be important. A lot of times, even when they're serious, we don't take it serious. So y'all know how I do. If y'all come in to check us out, y'all just know that, you know, we may make light of things that people take serious. But, I mean, that's just how life is. You know what I mean? Everybody ain't got to be serious because you are, you know. But I will say this. Tonight, we got sort of, we, you know, it ain't sort of. It is a serious topic that we're going to talk about a little bit. We got a, we got a special guest that's going to join me and the crew tonight. We got Coach Erica in the building and um, yeah, I'm going to bring her on in a little bit with the rest of the crew and we're going to chop it up with her. She got this dope movie that's coming out. Well, it was a it was a movie that's being adapted off of one of her best selling books that she wrote that dropped in 2016. Man, she decided to turn that into a movie. So we're going to talk about that for a little bit tonight. Right. And just try to get into the, the depths of it. Right. Like what was the inspiration behind it? And, you know, what kind of things that she went through in production, being that, you know, I'm in production myself. So it's always good to chop it up with with fellow visionaries. Right. Let's figure out like what was their method and how they getting through. You know what I'm saying? But I would like to say to all the people that download the audio version of this podcast, I definitely appreciate y'all, man. Word up. I can't thank y'all enough because y'all ha- y'all helping the boy rank, man. And it's so dope because when I first got into this, man, uh, as I was doing the research, I didn't know about all these little intricate parts about having a podcast. You know, I thought it was all about having the perfect lighting, cameras, room, having all this aesthetics and making it look like this and having cameras switch and all that. When at the end of the day, people only putting up reels and shorts anyway. That's what's helping people go look at the long view. And then when they get there, it's about the substance. It's like, yo, you can have all the tricks and all that other stuff, but do you got the substance? Like, how did you build it up? So it's definitely a blessing to know that people are actually just like saying to themselves, yo, let me go download this and just listen to what they're saying. You know, they're not watching us. They listening. So double salute to y'all, man, for real. Okay. Along with that, just all the people that be checking out the links that in the description of these videos, thank y'all, man, because that's super dope that y'all going out there checking out all the people that kind of rock with the show already. And um, as we continue to grow, I'm sure that more people will start rocking with the team and we'll continue to grow in that way as well. You know what I mean? So thank y'all again. All right. So tonight. All right. So before we get into tonight, y'all, I just want to say, you know, it's a lot of things that's been going on in the week. Y'all know we normally talk about what the trends of the week is. We're going to switch it up a little bit. But I just want to say, man, um, this whole thing about the presidential uh, race and the presidential debate. I know we don't really talk politics on Sparking Conversation. But what I really want to do is I just want to take the time for people to kind of understand, like, if y'all not paying attention to what's going on, y'all not paying attention to what BRICS is doing, you know, uh, if y'all not paying attention to how the political climate is, if y'all not paying attention to just the way things are being set up right now, I think that, that you're just doing yourself a disservice, man. Uh, a lot of these politicians, especially the ones that's running from a Republican, 
they're they seem to have this thing that they're doing like they're all pushing this agenda and they're not being specific when it comes to us but it looks like basis of their agenda is based around us it's really weird it's almost like that thing where it's like um kind of reminds me of just like your property so to speak it's like how can i have my property make them feel like they're not my property but still treat them like that that's the way i'm feeling when it comes to everything that's going on right now in this whole climate because yo listen y'all they playing with us out here and the one thing that we're not doing is sticking together still like we're still not doing it but they're still showing us what they're doing to us and why they're doing it to us and how it's happening and we're still not getting the point y'all like listen y'all it's so many different things we need to pay attention to they got this new fake uh you know, uh, pandemic that's about to come back again and they predicting and all this other corny shit. Like, I don't know how they could predict that they about to shut it down, like, unless they already have plans to, right? But then, you know, for the folks that's out here that really be complaining about things that's going on without paying attention and really standing up, like, in some type of way, even if it's just you and your little small crew of people, you know what I'm saying? Figure some shit out, man. I mean, because they telling us, they showing us. I know last week we talked about that, y'all. But, I guess I digress. I just wanted to make sure we threw that out there a little bit because I ain't going to really talk about that this week. I'm sure it's going to be trending for a while, but we're not going to talk about that today. Today, we're going to talk about something that is kind of like familiar with all of us, especially in our demographic. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about domestic violence today. We know Domestic Violence Awareness Month is coming, uh, and we also know they share the same month with Breast Cancer Awareness, right? So it's coming. So it's dope that we're going to have this conversation. We know that uh, today's statistics is a little bit different when it comes to domestic violence, but we're going to bring our guest on, uh, Coach K, Coach, no, Coach Erica. I don't know why I was call her Coach K, but Coach Erica, she's going to come on and we're going to chop it up with her and we're going we're gonna to make some shape, man. You know what I'm saying? So let me see who I got in the building. Let me get the crew in here. Um, see, double, what up, y'all? All right. Mika, what up, yeah. y'all? I think you're mute. I think you're What? What? Oh, am I? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. What up, y'all? Coach, coach, what's going on, y'all? Oh, your mic. Hey, here. everybody. Hey, everybody. Hi, hi. Well, I just want to say, yo, before we get, oh wait, hold on, coach, can you, uh, coach, are you on your um laptop or you on your phone? I'm on my laptop. Oh, all right, back because I was going to ask you what type of phone you got, just in case you need to plug you ain't up real shit. quick. Uh, shut up. Don't what start. Do Don't you start. You what, what, what happened? No, I just said, like, look, I, I'm just going to ask. You just want to start shit, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to ask <laughs> because you know started, that most people who, get into the topic. Who, who got iPhones, they should be dying like in 10 seconds. So I'm trying to make sure if you have I got one. an iPhone. It's not, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're joking. Oh, thank you. You're joining me blacking out too. I know. Yeah. Uh, is that an Android user? Come on. Hey, yes, it is. Hey, yes, it is. Wait, wait, wait. Just FaceTime me. Oh, you can't. He can't. <laughs> listen, listen. But, we could, but look, That's we could it. Google Meet, though. We could Google Meet, though. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got Google. I don't no like it on what. my phone. I don't like the way it's on my phone. Now you're talking about what you don't like. Now you talking about what you yeah. like, but all I'm saying is that iPhone. But I know you be looking for a charger though. And I always got one. Don't do that. Now. Hold on. I got the. I got three. I got two extras. It's always one in the house, and it's always one in the and it's another one in the bag. I always got a charger. 
right, so listen, to all the people that's watching right now, this is just helps me prove another point when it comes to iPhone users. Not only do they have to have a charger, they got to have more than one in order to survive. Wow. So double that's salute to all the Android users out there that don't need to go through all that. All right, okay, go ahead and you uh, lose that um, Samsung Galaxy, or whatever, see if you can find it. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do five my iPhone and they going to jail. What you gonna do? Oh, god, yeah, uh, I got a whole, I got a, I get a whole location where my phone at. What's your phone do? Nothing. No, I'm eating your ass. Listen, no, it ain't. I'm letting y'all get that off because y'all know everything that y'all got. Nope, we know everything that, and, that iPhone got, Android got for free. Y'all paying for all that over there. Stop playing. I'm not paying for shit. We, what we paying for? Safety? Look, man, y'all know that the longer y'all keep your phone charged in, the better it works. That's all. And you know that right now, if I get lost, all they got to do is find my phone and they'll find me. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, that's Woo! what you know. Well, I'm like I said, anyways. Anyway, y'all got the FBI on your phone, yo. So love, yo. All right. She so what up, ready. y'all? How y'all doing, y'all? Y'all good? How ain't go the way you want it. it. Ain't go the way you want it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, it, it went perfect. Like she said, y'all got to have 32 charges. So I'm good, y'all. No, no. You don't ever that's see me with a charger, Rasheed. Man, but listen, that's the only thing he can say is 32 charges. Meanwhile, his phone still can't. Nobody can find him with his phone. I mean... <laughs> Look, I'm found. I'm found everywhere with this joint that I want to be found. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. And the picture quality. Oh man, don't send me y'all videos. Y'all videos now, are so now bad. you know. Now you don't know we 4K. Y'all know we four and six K over here. Stop playing. On, who, on whose screen? Y'all screen? Because on our screen it come in this little and it's like <laughs> that's, literally that's like because y'all from. 200 megabytes or something. I don't know. What to do, but you have to be like, I'd be like, send it to me on Facebook. Just send it to me on Facebook. I can't see it on here. That's because that, y'all screen too small. You probably got the iPhone too. Which one you got, yo? I got the latest iPhone. Definitely. But you know what? We're not going to go through that because see, you're an Android user. You'll never understand our life. So no, never, I won't. Never. I won't. I won't because we fly over here on this side, yo. But look, check this out, yo. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want y'all to... um, raw and tell him, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not Siri, yo. You ain't, you ain't sent Siri to get me, did you? And tell no, but, him, but look, all look. says, Erica said, mm-mm. Listen, <laughs> but speak, speak, speaking of uh-uh, I, I like that. So speaking of uh-uh, is this, is this an uh-uh or not? Now, last time um, me and the crew, we was up here, we was talking a little bit, and we were saying something about, you know, do you, uh, well, since we got you on here tonight, first of all, before we get into that, I, I'm about to go too far. Let me, let's introduce you, all right? We got to do it right, you know what I mean? So for those of y'all that's watching right now, and those of y'all that's going to watch the, co- the, the playback, this is Coach Erica, y'all, you know what I'm saying, a.k.a. China T. And we chopping it up with her tonight. We got Kev. Kev was gonna jump on at some point tonight. You know what I'm saying? We already know. But um, we're gonna chop it up with her tonight because you know, we're gonna talk a little bit about the project that she got going on, y'all. Which I feel like is a, a story that you know we all know we all deal with domestic violence in some shape, form, or fashion, you know, whether it's not directly with us or with someone that we know or you know, we've witnessed it, you know, and our community is, is regular, right? Like, and, and which is crazy that um, we have to say that, you know, like in our community that this is something that 
we deal with. But I think today we're going to get a, a, a different perspective from, from Coach because she pretty much took a real-life situation and wrote about it, then took that situation that she wrote about and filmed about it, you know, um, bringing further awareness to the visual aspect. So let me read a little bit about what the book is about for all y'all that's out there. I want to read this little excerpt real quick that they sent. And so all y'all that's watching and will watch, you can get a better understanding, or at least a little bit before we let her dive into it, about what the what the movie is about, right? All right, so the book is called Excommunication, right? Or Excommunication was a bestseller in 2016 after its release. So what she did was she decided to step into the director and executive producer seat and adapt the book into a movie to use the power of storytelling as a catalyst for social transformation, right? So the story is based on true events that happened at an HBCU, HB, I mean, well, BCU to be exact, right? So it delves deep into the harrowing re reality of domestic violence and its impact on those around. The movie will hopefully raise awareness, educate, and inspire change, all right? So, Coach, let's get into it a little bit, right? Um, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, First of all, if you could just tell the people a little bit um, in your own words, um, just introduce the people to you. Let them know your background and what all you do, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you don't mind doing that. Hey, everyone. I am Coach Erica Thomas, um, also known as Chianti, as well as Pascal Carnegie. I am a certified coach, life coach in everything, business, health, um, and healing. My platform is Healing and Building, because I believe that you cannot build until you heal. That means you have to go deep into the crevices of things that you didn't do, that you have been hiding for so many years. You have to uncover that, find the reason behind that, resolve that before you're able to build another brick. For what you're doing right now is building on a shaky foundation, and that always falls. When you heal, it gets stronger. So that's my foundation. Um, <clears throat> now, um, as an author, I've written several books. Um, the book that I, that I adapted to a movie, Excommunication, Love Gone Wrong, which is a domestic violence awareness book, and it is based on some true events of it. Um, the things that have the the some of the, the ending of the book is really exactly what connects the story to the actual events that did happen. Um, okay. The reason why I wanted to write the story is because first, first and foremost, we have to put awareness to um, the whole domestic violence and the tragedies that's come over the last few years. It has been an uptick in the number of women who have lost their lives to somebody who told them that they loved them. So which means that, that you cannot, you, you, you will never kill what you love. So in essence, these women have lost their lives and some of them have been forgotten. I, we have to make our young daughters and other young women of all ages aware of these Casanova men that are very nice and give you everything you want and then turn into complete monsters. But then you'll be so embarrassed to tell someone that that's going on that you'll hide it until it's sometime too late. This right. book is to help people be able to voice what's going on so that we can be able to help them if they need help and be able to get them out of that situation and be able to bring awareness to the lack of emotional intelligence that some men carry because they cannot accept rejection. That is very huge because that is why a lot of women are losing their lives because those women want to leave. That is rejection. And when you do not have emotional intelligence, you do not know how to process those feelings. Okay. So this gotcha. is what this book is going to, uh, this is what the book delves into. It's very emotional. I had to, delve into that emotional side because I myself did not go through something so traumatic. I did have an incident that happened when I was a teenager, but it was right. immediately resolved right then and there. 
I'm sure that young man probably never hit another woman in his life after he left my house with my mama and all that stuff. So I'm sure he probably never hit another one. But for me, it never happened. But for other people, <laughs> um, 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 I'm sure as I said, that, 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 that he probably never did that again in his life. But um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I like how you slid that in there too. Like, yeah, like, right. Like, well, yeah. So, but um, so I had a statute of limitation. Right. I had to be able to talk to different women who went through this. My mother went through this, and I had to be able to channel those emotions into this book, um, to be able to tell this story and adapt it into a movie. And I'm so proud of the finished product. I cannot wait till the trailer comes out, and you all are be able to have access to what we what we have. Um, and it was definitely an experience. Dope, dope, dope. And I like that because um, at the end of the day, uh, bringing awareness to social issues on all aspects is something that, you know, for those of us that have a platform, I think is one of our responsibilities to allow people to come up and, and you know what I'm saying, at least speak their truth. So what I want to do is I want to ask you a little bit more about the book. So um, the inspiration behind the book, I know when I read through some of the other things that y'all sent, it was based on true events. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, outside of how you just broke it down about people, different people you talk to, mm -hmm. is the story following a particular person's story that y'all know, or is it just based on different scenarios and you kind of created a character and what goes on? No, the story is completely, uh, the story is made up by me. Okay. The ending of the story is the true events that have been incorporated into the story. So gotcha. because all, all parties are dead, you cannot get a story. There is nobody to give you anything. So you have to just go off what you pick up from the articles, you know, from the news, what you learn and what I learned in my research. So I was gotcha. able to try to put, put together a whole story. And then the entire ending is similar to what happened to these um, individuals when they were um, killed by that young man before he committed suicide. Gotcha. 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 All right. Bet. So it was, you know, you did, you, you did basically did a whole bunch of research and was able yeah. to pull the story together. All right. Yeah. So what kind of made you, uh, what kind of led you into that particular part of storytelling as your first, you know, jump off the porch when it comes to, you know, your literary side? Well, that was one of, that was, that wasn't the first book I wrote. <laughs> Is that oh, what you said? Okay. Oh no no, no 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 like no um for this because it's your first film oh is it not yeah this is my first film definitely my yeah, first so film this yeah, wasn't I'm my first about... book this is just one of the books oh. that I wrote during my career but um what made me want to write this is because I am an HBCU graduate and these gotcha. girls were HBCU students so automatically I want to be able to again deliver that message we have to get in front of this because we're losing too many young women to the same thing. Um, and a lot of them do are suffering. They are at HBCU. So, you know, I want to start with the HBCU private screening tour because I want to, you know, put it in the seminar. I want to be able to talk about it, bring it, bring it to the forefront and be able to show the film before I shop it around to a network. I want to be able to do that because I want to get the message out here. We need we need more policies, more something needs to happen. We have to we need to get in front of this because these children are losing their mothers. It's so many children who don't have their mothers anymore from this. And we just, we, we got, something has to be done. Gotcha. I believe that. I believe that. So, um, so where, where, um, where are you, where are you in, in reference to the nation? Where, where are you located? I'm down in Deltona, Florida. Oh, you are. Oh, you are in Florida. Okay. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, how, how does fish grease out there right now? Oh, know? no, it's the hurricane. on. We we in the throes of the hurricane, you know. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right, because it's kind of raining and stuff oh, up here, right. too. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Well, um, all right, bet. So let me so let's let's do this then. All right. So whenever you like earlier you said that wasn't your first book. So I want to make sure we corrected that. That wasn't okay. your first book. That was just the mm -hmm. first book that you are turning into a film. Yes. Okay. So what are some of the other projects that you wrote so far? Okay. Like when so it comes I to your book. So I write in different genres, you know, I write it, but my genre I call this urban contemporary. Basically, I'm taking urban stories and putting them into contemporary settings. Basically, I'm taking things that we would do normally in our lives um, and putting them into office settings. My characters are CEOs, they're managers, they, they're husbands, they're why, you know, I have all, but they have all type of grime going on. So that's our urban contemporary side that I write. And then I also have children's books that I write. I have a 20 book children's series and three of those books, up three of those 20 books are out, have been released now. And then okay. I also um, have, like I said, the girl on girl erotica, and then I also have self-help books because I'm a certified coach. So I have a big, small business guide, which is telling you how to start your business from A to Z. Um, everything from business credit, nonprofit, everything that you need is in that guide. We have our date to relate guide that's going to help you learn how to date properly to see if you want to date properly. If you want to date on the roster, do you want to date, you know, traditionally? Do you want to date for purpose? You know, what you want and be able to learn how to voice what you want learn what your love language is and stop stepping into situations, not being able to tell people your expectations of them. And then we also have our healing guide, which is going to be 31 days of internal satisfaction, which is going to help those who are facing whatever sit down for 31 days and get through all that stuff. And it is prompts every day. So, you know, you're going to write through those activities and then you're going to do a journal prompt. So I got my healing guide and then I also have a planner. I want something that you can use for a year. If you want to lose weight, you want to learn how to budget, you want to save money, you want to learn how to manifest, you want to you know, uh, change your eating, that planner is going to help you do all of that. And it has all of the prompts and things in it. So I write books, you know what I'm saying, on different you know, scales, but I'm just... No, that's dope. No, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. girl, no, you on no, point. No. Yeah, 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 that's dope. It's <laughs> good to know. It's good to know because, like, you know, Tamika, uh, she's a life coach. She does planners and books for people. Like, she actually creates them. Mm -hmm. So maybe connect, man, and maybe y'all right. can figure that's out a way that y'all can help yeah. each other, you yeah. know what I'm saying, move some things around, you know what I mean? Because she do a lot of big orders for people, too, when it comes to yeah. that. So that'd be dope if y'all could probably, like, you know, kind of link up and shit and try to make some shit shake. I'll so that's dope. You. And I think for me, I know we, we talking about this specific particular subject and we're going to get into the film and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I think it's more important for people to know, like um, when it comes to things like this, like a person's background and where, where they come from. You know, I noticed that um, when it comes to different people, whenever they're saying that they do something, a lot of times people, they only think that that person is engrossed in that one particular thing instead of saying that this person is multifaceted. They have so many different layers to them. And, you know, if you just give them a chance, they could pretty much be a person that could give you a couple of different things, even if you don't need everything that they get. Right. You know what I mean? So it's dope. Because even like CJ, like, you know, a lot of times, like, the the new platform that they're building on their end is going to help people who, who have a career-based scenario. Right. Not just who want a job, but who have a career-based scenario, which makes it totally different than a person who's just saying, yo, I just need to go get a check out here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. So having these, you know, people like this around, letting people know that, yo, listen, yo, 
a few of us are not sitting around waiting just to get paid to get paid again. But we're just really out here working, trying mm-hmm. to make some shit shake on a whole nother end. And it take a lot of dedication and it take a lot of spirit too, man, and heart to do what you do, you know? Because you don't know if people are gonna like this shit, but you gotta put it right. out there regardless. Right. 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 So ladies, if y'all got any questions for y'all jump in, man. Y'all let me know. Um, because what I what I want to do is um I want to talk a little bit more about the domestic violence piece because I think for you, when you said that something has to be done, it has to get in front of it, right? And from what I see is that a lot of these scenarios when these guys are emotionally intelligent, um, not emotionally intelligent. And I don't want y'all to jump on my back, but this is just mm-hmm. me being a man and I'm understanding that I speak to a lot of men. And a lot of times these men are being raised by just women. Right. So emotionally, they don't have the wherewithal to know how to think logically. Because rejection is not a, a le, rejection is a logical thought process. You got to be able to think through rejection. You can't feel mm-hmm. your way through rejection. Because right. if that if you felt your way through all rejection, then none of us will be where we are. I wouldn't even be sitting up here if I felt like, because sometimes, like I say, I could put this, we could put our platform out, I could put a video out and get no views. So it's not like, you know what I mean? It's, it's something that you are going to get an instant gratification for if it's not something that's inside of you. So a lot of times these men don't have a balance. These men are being raised without a balance of understanding how to logically deal with that emotional piece of learning what rejection is because they grow up and they're being raised by women. And then we need more men or more fathers in the house or even not in the house, in the children's lives. I think that'll help out. What do you think about that? As far as as far as what was the last part? What was the last part you said? We need more what? I like her. What would do you say? We need more what? I said more men, more fathers, right. either so in the house or in the life of the children. That means that you need to go have a conversation with these men because they need to get on their job. See, that's what the ball is being dropped. There, what if, if I talk to them, they're gonna think I talk too much. They don't want to hear what I gotta say. I know too much. That's a know-it-all. And what you don't, I don't want to, but if you go tell them, maybe they'll listen because you said the men need to be there. I can talk to the women. No, we, we no we l- listen. What I'm basically what I'm saying is I'm trying to get y'all opinion on something because technically women trying to tell men to be in a household where men when you're not understanding what the woman's what like what woman they're having to deal listen, with is listen, totally listen, different. Listen, Rob, I hear so that. I'm saying like, what do they do? Like I'm asking y'all a question. Like, do you think that yes or no? Like. Is that be part of the solution by men being in the house? No matter how we get them in there, whether we talk to the men and motivate them as men or whatever we got to do, I'm asking y'all as women, do y'all think part of the solution would be because these men that y'all are referring to that are doing these things are all being raised in single family household by women. So I'm saying to you, is there anything like, is, could that be part of the solution as a question? Not as a means of how we force. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that is a part that can be a solution, but every got everybody got the the option to resolve whatever issues they got. Okay, so your father wasn't in the home. You can take that with you through life, or you can at some point sit down and resolve it so that you don't have to let it affect your life, right? 
We all have mm -hmm. that option. Every day that we get up, we can say, you know what, today I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I, I need to deal with this today. Let me go because I'm, I'm tired of the way I'm treating people. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can do that. That's our decision. But if we don't do that, then that's something different. You know? Right. So that's, that, that's <laughs> what we got. We got to get people to be holding themselves accountable. Gotcha. So I was just about so that, to say. Yeah. I was just gonna say and say because I know men that got their daddies and they right. they still not emotionally them accountable they have because nothing to do with being raised. Right. You can get to an age and you say, okay, let me go because maybe 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 I go because you know what I know a lot of guys who didn't have their father. I'll, let me tell you one question. I don't care who you is. Everybody tell y'all swear. One question I ask any man I deal, where your daddy? Because I need to understand y'all relationship, and I also need to understand your relationship, with your mama. But if but if I get that negative part. Man, if that and all this, and I say, okay, why? And you tell me, cause that ain't never been been there for me. Okay, you an adult. You ever, you don't want to go sit down and talk to him now, man? If see, that's what I'm saying. Why are we still angry? Cause maybe you, maybe it was a reason why your daddy wasn't there. Maybe you just need to go sit down and talk, and maybe that can heal you. See, that might be what you need to heal you. That's exactly what I. That's exactly what my point is, right? Yeah. We need right. that, but they yeah. won't. That, but when you're when you're so angry. That this person wasn't there, and now you taking out on everybody else. I mean, when at when at what at what point are you going to hold yourself accountable and say I need to deal with this because I'm really I'm I'm really mad because he wasn't there and my mama did have to struggle and I did couldn't get this and I couldn't get that because that be the reason why a lot of them be angry because of what they can't You're resolve. Right. You're right. You're right. But then that's what goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like what you said, CJ. Right now, you said you know a lot of people who have their dads. And they're still not emotionally intelligent. Well, that goes to the fact of what we talk about, the basis of like what she's saying in this film. When a person goes as far as not being able to accept rejection, mm -hmm. I think that's a totally different mindset when it comes to having a man. Because, you know, like the average man deals with rejection. Like there's not a man that don't deal with some type of rejection, whether it could be especially black men in America. Like we get... You know, we know that there are some black men who step outside of the box and, and they do things to people, whether it be men or women, that is just foul and vile. But we know also that black men are endangered species in this country. And we understand that even with that being said, that there are certain men, because even having your father don't really mean that you're going to have a good representation of what a man is anyway. Mm -hmm. you know, let's be honest. Sometimes... It's good that your dad wasn't in your life, to be honest, you know. So you're mad, right. but you know, once you feel like once you realize who your dad was, you probably gonna be like, you know what? I'm glad this nigga wasn't around because I probably would have been somewhere jumping out the window or some shit because of the way he, that he is. So let's just make sure that y'all understand. I'm not taking up for men. I'm saying right. that in the sense of what's going on, as I knew that I grew up around different men, they taught me different things. And rejection was one of the things they taught me to deal with. Because I tell everybody on this podcast, I try to do everything to fit in. I try to get an S-curl. I try to do all kind of shit. Try, yeah, I know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all not going to start. Listen, y'all don't do that to me, yo, all right? Because uh, I, you know, I ain't got no back. But look, I did. I used to, I tried to get an S-curl before because I was trying to be Dominican because I knew that I wasn't light-skinned because, you know, I was, trying to find a, I was trying to find an angle in. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're growing up during a certain age, you got to deal with that, like we're talking about. So I had to deal with rejection early. I had to learn that no matter how curly your hair is, it don't matter if you can't lighten up. No. Where you, what, where you from? Um, Ra, where you from? I'm from Jersey. Okay, so... I also noticed that um, 
people, men particularly, mm-hmm. from the northern area in the United States actually pretty much deal with rejection better than the men in the South. That that that's what I can't say now. Yeah. You you right. think so? That um expound on that a little bit. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. expound on that a little bit. Like, yes, it, 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 it seems I I, I want to go into it and I really can't be sure because <laughs> it makes so but I'm just saying I really it's something about um the emotional intelligence that I have encountered from a lot of men that I've met that are from the northern states mm-hmm. that I don't have not seen in the men that I know from the South where, and I'm from Florida, you know, I'm from Miami, you know, I've lived in different places in the South. So um, I'm not saying they don't, I'm not saying all, you know, but it just seems like they deal with it a little different, you know, uh, it's a difference in how they kind of deal with rejection a little bit. I wonder if that's because up North should, like it's real, (laughs) people are ruder up North. And so I feel like rejection is something you encounter sooner. Every, the you know what I'm saying? It's seem like it's sweet. Okay, I agree. And try you to, yeah, I wonder if that's I'm, what it is. I don't want to see like I'm crazy. I'm just saying it seemed like they they yeah, deal yeah. with it a little a little different because I don't I don't know how it was presented to them, but it must have been presented differently than yeah. it's presented. Because we root up north and we yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, but I think I think y'all I think that might be it, Mika, because um you grow up with family members being rude to you first. Like it's not that. even about the people out in the street. It's the aunts and the uncles that been. They gonna call before. you ugly before anybody else. Yeah, yeah, they the ones that's gonna, you know, they gonna give you all that to make you, you know what I mean. And then we used to do this thing called dozens or cracking or whatever. So when a person to talk about you, like stuff that you can't help, like your nose or I, you don't know how bad people used to talk about my chin. You can't help it. <laughs> Right? But, but it helped me, yeah, right? You know what I mean? I got all kind of holes, bullet holes, the way you like all kind of dumb shit. Like they used to say, you know what I mean? Like dumb shit. But what I'm saying to you is that you know, um, dealing with rejection is something that we have to face with growing up. Like I, I would say that I don't know in reference to men from the south because I didn't grow up in the south, but right. that's interesting that you say that because yeah. um even from my point of view, that's why I'm trying to be very selective in what I say and not make it personal about um, men and women relationships when it comes to whether dads are in the house or not, because Mm -hmm. I've dealt with situations where the dads wasn't around the mom because of the the way that the mom was. And I understand that some people don't think that's a good enough excuse, but you know, if you, it's a lot of things that you got to go through as a man um, to make certain choices. Cause a lot of times y'all, I'm going to be honest, when you tell a man to be a man, be careful because you don't know the example of what man that was shown to him in his life. A lot of times the man that was shown to him as an example is like you wrote in your book. It's men that physically put people in a certain place in order for them to respect them versus knowing that if they're not going to respect you based on what you say, you need to get, a, you know, you don't, you need to be from you know away from these people. Right. Don't work like that. Some and of us grew up with uncles that didn't play. They smacked everybody. And let you, me just say that, listen, let me just say, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying that if you needed a father, your life would have been better. Because, yeah, you're right. Some of those fathers, they need to be there. But the basis of the primary relationships in men's life is really what shape their relationships for the rest of their life. OK, so it could be the mother, motherless 
you know, a mother issue. It could be a father issue, but whatever the issues is that started with the people who raised them, that is what sometimes they know. That's what they adapt to. They learn. That's what they take with them through life. True. That sometimes is their reason for, you know, unresolved pain is the reason why they're mistreating people and doing things. We have at what point, again, are you going to hold yourself accountable and say, let me deal with this? I don't like the way I was treated when I was over there living with my auntie. So right. I'm going to tell my auntie and I want to be able to tell her how I felt. I want to be able to get this off my chest because I'm grown now and I want to feel better. And you know what I'm saying? Like, when are we right, going right. to? Because you got to you got to get it off if you want to feel better. So You're right. I mean, but I think that's the thing. I think that's the same thing that we look at when it's a drug addict and, and when they know that they bottomed out and you know that in order for them to get right, they got to get off that drug. But it's something about that drug that got a whole lot of them that it mm -hmm. takes a lot for them to get to that place where they like, right. yo, I got to let They're this go. In it. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing with people who are, like CJ said, not emotionally intelligent. Like yeah. these people don't know that, you know, it's, it's going to take more than just a simple, I'm tired of doing things to people because a lot of times, I mean, for a lack of better words, well, let me ask y'all this question. Do you think people allow them to do it to them? Because like you said earlier, uh, Coach, whoever that was when you was a kid, they only you don't think they're going to do that no more. Whatever they did to get your mom and them and all that. Right. So let me ask y'all, do y'all think it's people allowing them to get away with the first set? Like, what do y'all think? Is it something that we're allowing them to get away with? Because... Like, um. What do y'all think as women? Because I know all three of you ladies are on, on here. I don't I can't personally I say that, what all y'all dealt with. I think that sometimes it's not about a, if some people be really they don't want but don't know how to dismiss. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I know it's bad for me, but I sometimes it feels good. You know, I don't know how to let it go. So I don't I don't think it I don't think it's it's some people who will allow mistreatment because if they don't know anything else then what what they gonna do you know like if, if they don't never know what it, mm. know what it's like to be with a good man how can they mm. know that this is not a good man you know sometimes he mm. get bad but he still you know love me take care I'm, or whatever right yeah. so don't know what it's like to be with a man who will treat them like royalty then that's their only example so that's the person who may allow it then again you got to people who just that's all they got. That's all they can. Maybe that's Damn. their survival. This person nah, feels right. I have to do it because if I don't do it, I like I that. I, yeah, no, nah, I like you, that. If you really think about it, those type of men is like that mainly go for women that like you have to understand exactly. they, they speak out characteristics. Right, and they yeah. mean women like they attract each other. Right. I've never really seen or heard of anyone that's you know narcissistic or that's not emotionally intelligent being with somebody else that's equally as fucking crazy because. Right. One thing about it, yeah. So I don't. I think they go after certain women because let's be honest, they go after certain women like that. They will be exactly right, toe to toe. Like they not exactly gonna be able to tolerate right. somebody that will literally give them the same like shit. You think you crazy, babe? I'm gonna show you some shit. Like exactly they not, so. they don't go after them type of you know people that's yeah, more that's the woman that's too strong and she talk too much yeah. and she's too difficult and she exactly angry. they don't like yeah. that yeah. and she you got. I agree. I agree with y'all. 
I agree with y'all. I agree with y'all on a couple of different points when it comes to that mindset, because I believe that's a mindset right there. You know why? Yeah. Because that's the same thing that happens when it comes to certain people who get together and have children. You notice that there's some women who have children with dudes. They could leave all the kind of doors open with these dudes. They will not come see their kids. They won't pick them up. They won't take care of them. She don't even put them on child support. Mm -hmm. Then you got the other ones who love their kids, want to be in their kids' life, and they get the baby mothers from hell. So these yeah. people never get together. So yeah. I agree with you on that. But let me ask you all a question on this thing. So when it comes to the women, because now that I'm thinking about it, the, the father or the male figure being in a house is not just synonymous to men. I think it's mm -hmm. important for women as well, Absolutely. too. So do y'all think that that relationship will help women more if they had a male in the house to kind of show them that particular scenario or how to deal with that? Because I think what y'all said a few seconds ago is that men go for women. Did you say low self-esteem or, or just had a certain type of... Uh, Personality that they think they could. Certain characteristics okay. about her is going to allow him to know that he's going to be able to do it the way he wanted to do. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. Is there, okay, so what characteristics is that in women do y'all see that I don't is know. a, it's a light? Us. Yeah, that, that's not that we wouldn't be able to tell you because we it's don't know what us. they see. <laughs> why would you? Why would you? Because the person that you they look at you she's a person who's like broken or maybe she got you know some kids and she got you know it's things going on and you know difficulties in her life they take advantage of that and act like they finna come in and help and then they just become another problem so what what did he see in her we don't know we don't know the characters we can't tell you right we don't know we Yo, but, but, but 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 I think, but see, but the the way that all three of y'all really agreed on that y'all sure that it was it's nothing like all right so. So the men, like we know that narcissist means a, a man that hates women. So we mm -hmm. know that it can't be that. No, no. The men that go no, after that's, no, no. that's the definition of it. But that's the that's no, the, that's that's not the definition. No, no. That's not a definition. Females or males can be narcissists. Because y'all bugging. We about yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, everybody is a narcissist. I don't think that's the, the, you know, read the, the definition. The read the definition. The definition. All right, so here's the definition. I know y'all couldn't get, I know y'all, if y'all would have pulled up on your iPhone, y'all wouldn't have got it this fast, but here's the definition. It took you five minutes, bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> it took me five minutes to let y'all talk. So I'll be in a punk, y'all. Okay. Listen, it says a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Mm -hmm. Narcissists who think the world revolves around them. Translations mm -hmm. and more definitions. Okay. Narcissists and men are men who dislike or dishonor women. Then hate. Narcissists and hate. women. Well, that okay, didn't say hate. hate. Okay, that's what we're saying. I mean, I'm just letting y'all know that's okay, a but not hate. That's a strong is. word. Not that. <laughs> All right. Well, a man. Well, it's maybe not hate, but dislike. That's that's okay. the word that they use. So that's what I'm saying to y'all. That, but like y'all said, that's not a man thing. That's a human thing. When men mm -hmm. and women could be narcissists. So do you do y'all believe that um the man like a man in the house for a woman will help as well for her to avoid these men or no no 
Yeah, because it depends on the man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if, it, if he ain't worth nothing, that's who she. That's the only example she got. What, what I mean, she gonna learn about? You know what I'm saying? Like she just yeah. uh, no. It's like if if you got okay. When we say man in the house, we we mean one who, who literally is in a part of being the man. You know what I'm saying? Not the provider, but the leader. It's a difference between a leader and a provider, okay? A provider yeah. just use money to make sure everything's straight. That that True. don't mean they can lead you anywhere. A leader True. is going to be able to give you that money and be able to lead this household to make sure everybody on one accord, okay? So True. if you have a leader in the household, and yes, that's a great example for a young girl because hopefully she takes that example and that's the type of man that she wants in her life. However, we have seen what they have went the total opposite way and had a completely different opposite. So what we're it doesn't what we're saying is it would be great if a man is in the house to get an example if it's the man to give the example, not just any man. Because if it's a man in there that's abusing the children, abusing the mother, then that now, now they learning something else. That's a whole nother abuse or a whole nother trauma. And that's something different now. So I mean, you're right. And I, I think that's that's a fact, like you know. But like I said, you know, um, so Tiffany, she's sitting up here talking about you said hate though. I know everybody said I said hate. I meant well, maybe dislike. Sorry, y'all. Y'all, I'm the only man up here. Y'all all jumping me. It's all women. Hey, Tiffany. Tiffany's in the movie. She's one of they the kids. Jumping me in the chat. Like, come on. All right, but listen. So, like, like y'all said, I, I agree with y'all. You know what I mean? Like a male's a male's presence is only important as you know, the personality of the man, I think, or like y'all said, the, the spirit of the man, like, what is he? Is he right. just a provider or is he both? Is he a leader and a provider? Right. Does he actually spend time with the children or does he right. just provide for the children and then that's it? Leaves everything to the mom. I right. think all of that is important. But I want to say this though, yo, when it comes to um, domestic violence, I, I want to ask y'all this particular piece because, you know, let's let's get into it because I think mm -hmm. that's the meat and potatoes of what you're filming, right? All right, so just so y'all can help other women, women that's going to be watching or whatever, what are some of the red flags that women should see early? If y'all know, by talking to other women, any type of experience, I want all three of y'all to chime in on this one. Okay. Tell me something that will help women see the signs in, a, in an early way of that, whether this man is narcissistic or uh and it's going to lead into this way even if he don't start off that way what are some of the red flags and those of y'all in the chat i want y'all to jump into what are some of the wow. things that they, they could see early based on either experience or something that y'all have witnessed like I'm controlling behavior started with type of controlling yeah love, love, love bombing, bombing. Yeah. what's love yeah. what's love what's love bombing, love bombing is basically just they show you, shower you with affection. It's yeah, just, just oh. they, they it's speak just, your love language it's all of a sudden. Is there all over oh. you? And it's, then yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's not healthy. what they already did. Right. Listen, because we want affection, but sometimes it can be excessive. And with the excessiveness comes the you now you feel like you belong. Now there's a belonging that you feel is there. I give you all this, you belong to me. I won't. And see, there we let me talk about rejection. When this rejects, what happens? Ooh, okay okay especially so y'all saying especially when a person gets into their mind that they feel like they own because what person bombing, or like what mm. love bombing is just the overdoing of everything everything so now i feel like you owe me yeah okay 
uh, affection but turn it to obsession and jealousy yep. yeah because it's yep. a sense of ownership you doing it to, yep. to gain that person's trust and to kind of right. you know get them on a hook and then it yeah that's that's love bomb it's it's, it's crazy um it also with that um i don't know like i think in a sense of a you know a narcissist that's cool but i think even on a smaller scale like some not even a smaller scale because i don't think no scale is too big or too small mm -hmm. good. um but i would say something so simple like stuff that we might not necessarily go for like somebody that's just you know aggressive or they just yeah. simply possessive or they just feel as though you know i don't yeah, know like control on the shit but on the opposite scale like they use their aggression and physical force to like kind of you know yeah. insert that in you so it just it varies but yeah. it's <laughs> um, but, and another but, thing, but, another thing is um just the making you feel bad about stuff like early on, like just you may try to make a decision. Well, why you want to do that? You know, making you feel bad about being who you are. You know, and, and it hasn't even went physical yet. Just that right there can let you know that this is going so well. Because now it's like she said, I, I this person don't want you to do nothing. And then it's the cutoff. Now, now they don't even want you to be talking to these people no more. Now they're trying to be your only friend. Why? Now they want you to just know the people who they know. They don't want you to know the people who you know. Trying to isolate you. Now it's isolation. All of these things can lead to you feeling embarrassed and not telling people what's going on. And then it's too late when things do get out of hand. Yeah, like Tiffany said, question you about everything. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like it's, it's becoming too much, but some people think that that's normal because guess what? That's all they know. They know. You know what I'm saying? If they don't know nothing else, this behavior is not a red flag for them. Mm -mm. So that's why it gets, sometimes gotcha. it gets to the point where they've been, they've been somewhere for so long then it gets physical. Again, they've been hiding it for so long. Don't nobody know. And then they end up, now we just hear about it on the news. So let me ask you this, because I've, I've noticed that um, a lot of times um, when it comes to abuse and y'all y'all just correct me you know what i'm saying if this is not right um does it normally start with verbal and mental abuse first before it gets to the physical or does physical abuse start a little bit early and what i mean by a little bit early with maybe something like a shove or a shout like a, or an aggressive way of arguing what what in those particular aspects what signs do y'all feel like come before the other one Honestly, it depends. It's not like a set strategy. Like it's not yeah. a set way and progression right. you will see. Cause you have some people that are like, especially those, and this is prime example, like real blankets, so everybody can pretty much understand. Like those that are, you know, a different caliber far as a different tax bracket, you know, they're more so of the ones, they're gonna be sweet, charming, the kind of, you know, and then they boom, they they hit you with the and then you got some that, you know, not necessarily have anything to do with their maybe financial status, but you got some that are just like their only way of expressing themselves because we mm -hmm. often have a thing thinking that when somebody physically like put their hands on us, even as kids, you know, if he hits you, you know, you, you know, you know that it means that he like you type shit. Right. But we accept right. that a certain generation of us do at mm -hmm. least. So when it comes to sense of communication and me trying to express myself or trying to get something out, the first thing we want to do is be physical for some people type shit, you know. So they right. they automatically think that's okay. Like it's just right. 
it depends. It's not like a set strategy. It's just these are literally everything that can literally be wrong. So if you see any sign of this shit, run. Like, don't right. wait. Just, you know, it's right. just run because there's no set way unless you just know how to. I mean, I did soci. I mean, I took sociology and psychology. So when you actually understand and, and know people's personality and you sit and you learn right. how to observe and kind of pay attention, especially after you've educated yourself, you'll be able to see it before that shit even, even start. So it's like, it, it just depends. A lot of people don't know how to you know, be sociable enough, whereas they can pick up on these characteristics because a lot of people want to be isolated. They don't want to really want to deal with people. And when they do deal with people, they come across all these fucked up people because of whatever reason. So it, I don't know. It just, it depends. I just know there's no set way that the shit go in order unless you differentiate by characteristics or by people. Like you really yeah, got- it's, it's nothing. Everybody going to act how they want. So it can start with physical. It, you can get punched right in the face immediately. And think that's what you don't say nothing because you still stunned that you got punched in the face. You like, wait, didn't he really be stunned for the next week that you got punched in the face? You're not gonna tell anybody. This is when it starts, right? Mm -hmm. And because he ain't do it for a week, you feel like it's okay. Then two weeks later, he do it again. You still stunned, and you still not gonna tell nobody. So it can be immediate, or it can start with the verbal, calling you names, blaming you for stuff, making you feel guilty about wanting to be you. And then it goes to the physical, okay? And sometimes it don't go to physical at all. It's completely all verbal. And you and just mental. Yeah. That's and mental. Mental. That's horrible. Yeah, the lowest of low. Like, you just don't feel like nothing. Like, everything yes. is just, you don't believe in your nothing. So, it don't even got to get physical. That's 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 worse than physical. You know, yes. you know how much building? You almost want to get punched in the face. You know how much building <laughs> you got to do with this person when that person breaks them down? You, I, yes. If I said... If I said I had a preference, I can heal you from the hit. Daddy, that emotional drag down mental, that is gonna That's take rough. until you recognize it's gonna take rough. forever. And 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 the thing about it is we can't start until you recognize it. Yeah. That's why and that's, and, and that's and that's what goes back to earlier, Bob, when we said, well, which was one of your questions, your questions, coach. When do we take accountability? That's I mean, it. I guess people don't take accountability till they recognize that this is a problem. Mm -hmm. Most people think that this is just how I am. How often do we be around people who be, you know, even when they go places, they mad loud or, you know, it's, oh, this is where I'm from or this is just who I am. I'm always like, you don't know when to turn certain things off and on as if that still don't be you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's always people out here who just live in that whole thing that this is just me. This is who I am type of thing without understanding that, yeah, the way that you are is because you've been damaged and you're damaging other people. Hurt people hurt people, right? That's it. So, you know, like how did, so in that sense, yo, so with all that being said that y'all just said, which was pretty much like, I want to get these things out though, because at the end of the day, I think everybody, have y'all all been friends? No, let me not ask that. Let me ask this. Mm -hmm. If y'all see anybody that y'all know dealing with people with these signs, do y'all as female pull y'all homegirls aside and try to help break this down? Now, I understand that sometimes when people are emotionally involved, they don't see certain things and, oh, it's okay and all that other dumb shit. But let me ask y'all as friends, because like, I think what we're going to get into you about the ending of your stuff, we're going to get into your movie in a minute. But um, tragedy happens mm -hmm. sometimes. Sometimes people don't walk away with just a black eye. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 
as much as we all would say that we might know somebody who got punched in the eye, it's like it's different saying I know somebody who is not here no more because of domestic violence. You know so, what I mean? So I let me go ahead, go ahead. No, like one of the readers, you know, one of my readers who I loved and who read this book and loved this book mm -hmm. died from domestic violence. Mm. And um, I'm going to she's her name's gonna be on the dedication screen in the movie. Right. Because she's not live to get to see this come to a movie because she's gonna succumb to something just like this. So that right there. And then of course I've known people who have been in physical, you know, violence relationships. And what I learned in those friendships at that time was when you try to save people, they're gonna go back. Mm. And when they go back, it's really nothing you can do, okay? It's really nothing you can do. You do you do try to save them, but they go back. So you really have to literally. Then I just say you have to wait till they see it. They have to they they have to get to the point. Where, I, as a friend, I want to pull them out, but no people go back. We said that too. Yep, exactly. Yeah. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. No, yeah. we said that too. They have to get to the point where they see the problem. So no matter how good of a friend I'm being, even if I know what's going on, if she don't leave, it's nothing we can do. We just got to prepare yeah. ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's a hard thing on us as friends because that if it, 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 it just just in case it that is something that we're gonna always be like. And I knew it was going on and I couldn't do nothing about it. That's all. Mm -hmm. And that is a guilt that you're going to put in your friend. And, it, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is unfair. It is sometimes yeah. it is unfair because we as friends will carry that. If something happens and we say, and, and girl, I knew about it. I yes. never, that's, yeah. a, that's a weight that you put on your friend. And it's sometimes it's not fair. It's really not fair because... Mm -mm. And let me and let me say this, and this is in no no means a way to try to make anything trump anything or try to put anything on top of anything else, but just imagine that feeling as a sibling to this person. Mm -hmm. Okay, like being a big brother to a person or to your sister that you know that she's dealing with something, and then you go over there and and, and fight and beat the dude up, do all this other stuff. She yep. still take him back, and then something happens to right. her. Right. That is now imagine that. imagine that when you go through your whole life protecting this person as being the older brother or whatever, because you know sometimes it'd be the big sisters that be the protection. Because let's be let's be completely honest. Right now we're talking about it based on coming from a you know a, a man to a woman, but some of these dudes be getting handled by some of these women out here. Yeah, I know a lot of chicks who who, who had to step in for their brothers and knock their they brothers' wives out or girlfriends out because you know she wasn't handling him. And because mm -hmm. he was raised not to put his hands on a woman, yeah, she was raised by all brothers. All she did was fight boy. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? She don't look at it the same as you look at it. You was raised by people who told you not to put your hand on women. She was raised by all boys. All she did was fight. You getting hit. But you love her. Right. You know what I mean? So sometimes that happened too. But um, Sometimes it ends tragedy too. You get what I'm saying? Because think about so many people who, who that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody can't take rejection. It'd be, it's a lot of men who ain't here no more just because they told a person they don't want to be with them no more. And I think that's the thing that we deal with the most. So a lot of things just keep us so separated. You know why? Because mm -hmm. it's men do this and women do that as if 
that ain't human nature for people to do whatever they do. I know some fucked up dudes and some fucked up chicks. It's the same thing, you know, but we, they do these things to keep us separate. So let me ask y'all something. So in your movie, first of all, how did you go about casting for your movie? Did you do like a casting call or did you like personally reach out for people that was your main core <laughs> cast or whatever? Yeah, I did a casting call. I actually used backstage, um, used Facebook, some Facebook groups, but I also um, put up, um, you know, places and people actually applied through my website. And then it must have been like a, you know, uh, you know, word of mouth thing because people was right. coming off. We got a lot of app, you know, people to come through, you know, and we was, I was actually shocked. We wanted to start on like July 1st, but, you know, I'm so excited. We started on like June. So I'm like, put it up June 24th. So by like June 29th, we was like almost like, wow, look at all these people. We haven't even officially opened casting, but we had so many people who was interested. But um, um, we that's how we got our crew. We got down to about, I think it was 20 something, almost 30 something people for the cast. Um, but then it was is seven main characters. So like yeah, three, yeah. it's like you know, three main characters, four supporting, but the story with the seven ones who, you know, the ones who ended the most. And it was a definitely an experience, uh, uh, one that I definitely enjoyed. You know, some days was awesome, some days was like, eh, you know, but it was an experience. Uh, Tiffany said, Y'all work them. Yeah. She, said, she said, Yes, yes, she yes. worked us, y'all. I believe you, <laughs> Tiffany. Um, they did good. It was, it was y'all. It was, you, I, you just gotta, I don't know. I'm the, I wish I, I wish y'all could see my eyes as I'm looking back at it. I wish I could like play on the reel so y'all can see it was definitely an experience. Oh, Tiffany, yeah. I did not work y'all, but, um, I definitely was, uh, kind of a bit hard and I, and I was hard because I know how I wanted it to be. Like it's, this, my book It's my baby. I wanted it to, to, to get, I wanted it to give the message that it needs to give. So yes, sometimes I was difficult on set, but in real life, that's what I'm saying. In real life, they know. <laughs> them people know. I, it, at the end of the day, in real life, them people know I love them. Like it ain't even really no, 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 nothing. But on set, I had to be who I had to be so we can get the product that we got, what that we gonna have. You know, that's what we right. need. That's you know. Not, yeah, it take that. It take that. It take that. It take that. The good thing is, I know with me, I know uh, with the crew, they don't. They always come. They be ready to work. They don't. They don't put me through none of that, so I'm thankful. I don't complain about my crew at all, yo. I'm gonna be honest with you because a lot they don't ever know what I'm gonna do when they get there. Never, Never. ever. It's a surprise, and it's and it's like boom. And, and so I gotta. I, I'm always thankful, and I always tell them too because, like I said, I, I hear the stories of other people. I pass on that. Like if I had a choice between the two, I'll pass. I just hold my crew down. Hopefully they continue to see the vision and we just keep moving. You know what I mean? So that's dope. So everything was shot in Florida. So no, was, no everything okay. was in Atlanta. Oh, all right. So you came up to the A. So the actors were all the actors from Atlanta. Did anybody um, come from majority Florida? Of them, majority of them are from Atlanta. Some came from drove from Alabama. Some came from Savannah, other little cities in um uh, Georgia. Yeah, they was dedicated. Oh, that's fly. Yeah. Oh, that's fly. So how long was the production based on from start to finish? Um, the production was a total of two, four, six, eight days. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So and it's a full length, right? Or is it short? Yeah, it's a feature film. 
Oh wow, y'all got it done. Oh yeah, everybody was working. They was ready then. Y'all yeah, got yeah, it all done. Just tell y'all, just tell y'all. I don't. People think that it takes long to find. Y'all know it took them. They, you know that movie Acrimony. They filmed that in five days. Like oh, yeah, it really don't. That. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's not a process. It's not a process that takes weeks. Now people can do it if things are coming up. You know, some people may drag some things along depending on what's going on. Like for instance, if like if it's a student film student films they get to do on a like full cell campus so that movie might take a little longer to make because they have access to all facilities but you know everything is free which means not they're not paying their you know sometimes plenty actors so they have to work on schedule so that might take them months to make versus somebody like, I, I you know i hear who have money for a budget it's not it don't take long to film a movie when you got, right. the, you got the actors and everybody execute it don't take long at all so um it was from august 2nd to august 14th um, but we film every two days and we had a review day, two days review day. So that's how we film. And, um, we did the scenes based on the locations that we was doing. Um, the main scenes, we had like two Airbnb houses. Um, we was able mm. to get a multiple, a, a multiple scene between those two Airbnb houses. Then we also used um, some other scenes on the last day to fill in. So yeah, it was definitely an experience. Uh, oh, we also had a schoolhouse. There's a schoolhouse in Atlanta that they rent, and you, we was able to get our school scenes there. So it was awesome. Oh, that's dope. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's, that's what it is, man. Oh, that's I can't wait to see it. What platform is that? Not, not. So I told you I want to do the HBCU college tour. And okay. I want to put it in the private screenings first because I want to be able to make it a conversation. Right. And then we want to be able to put it on a network. I was, we, we, right. I don't know what network yet. We definitely still determining what network, but <laughs> you might, I don't know. It might be Tubi, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. And yo, listen, go get that bag, yo, because they, yeah. yo, listen, they're giving oh, out that bag, yo. Yeah, thinking about that. We have been thinking about that, but we, we you know, we just put all off. So I just can't wait to see the trailer. That's what I'm waiting on the trailer. And yeah, <laughs> time is money. Yeah. I'm ready to see the trailer, y'all. That's what I'm waiting to see. Oh. And Oh, we ready to see it too. Well, check this out. If you ever want to come up in North Carolina and get it popping and start showing it around, holla at me. Let's make some shake, yo. We'll, we'll put it together, man. We got a whole coalition of, of of a whole acting scene and all kind of other stuff going on. So we can help market and promote you out this way. And if you feel, you know, like today's conversation was good enough for us to stay in contact because, like I said, you know, even though I know y'all got iPhones and sometimes y'all should be dead, but I still could reach out to you at least by email. You know what I mean? You um, gotta stop. You gotta stop. All right, so, Tiff, you. so Tiffany said it was. It's gonna be. It, it's, it would be great. So I right, look. So we just, you know, we'll we'll stay in contact and we'll make sure that we do that. And as y'all make y'all runs and y'all get y'all schedule, just kind of include, you know. Us in the yeah. schedule, and we'll 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 make some we'll make some shake, man. We'll love to see the screening too, man. Of your uh, yeah, we're gonna have a, um, a private um screening of it in, in October. That's what I plan. So that's why I'm so eager to see get this trailer. Um, I right. actually want to is go it gonna be in Atlanta? Uh huh. In Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually want to do a rap party when they do the trailer. I want to do a rap party so we can show the trailer officially to everybody before. It's released, so um just waiting on the trailer, you know. But what's what's holding it up is we need I need B-roll fit footage from Jacksonville. And gotcha. you know, we got this storm coming on right now, and this is the I need B-roll, and I don't even know what this storm finna do for me to be able to get the B-roll. But um another guy did give me a link to a you know to something that'll be able to help me probably possibly get the footage that I need to be able to um to get, fill it in. Yeah, yeah, that's, I was gonna that's say the same thing right now. 
Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what you need, there's some stock mm -hmm. out there you might can snatch, you know what I mean? Where you ain't yeah. gotta go through all that. Like it's all kind of tricks out here, trust me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what we that's what's going on right now. That's what's you know, I'm trying to be able to provide, but this hurricane just kind of got in the way. And I think I dragged my feet a little bit too because I just been real busy. <laughs> that's what I've just been busy. Right. So, so yeah, so all right, so let me just put this out here. I don't know if every if if anybody ever witnessed this or not, but let me just say you're pretty gangster because what I'm hearing in Florida is that the sea level is rising as well. And the fact that y'all in a hurricane and you're just sitting there just as calm as if y'all might have to swim through some alligators to get out of it. What's going on? You ain't want to evacuate? Y'all ain't want to get out of there until the storm is over? No. So listen, because I'm not in no direct line. Let me start there. <laughs> okay, okay. Because Florida, Florida, tell us. Right. We ain't got yeah, so let me got just it. let me just give you a little education of Florida. I'm basically inland right now, which is a little safer than me being at any coast. I'm inland, first of all. Okay. And then right. I'm also on a side of the Florida that, that the storm is not directly hitting. So I'm we're gonna get rain, we're gonna get tropical storm and you know, some of that heavy wind, but we're not gonna get direct force hit. Where that's going, it's going to the panhandle. Up there in that area, so that's what, um, like a cedar key. Oh lord, cedar key is directly just going to be so affected. The poly, it was mandatory evacuation. Said cedar key, they all had to get out of there, they had no choice, they had to get out, they got to get out of there. And they like maybe like a town of like seven or eight hundred people, but they had to get out of there, they, they everybody had to go. So I hope yeah. that, yeah, I hope that 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 place is, um, you know. Whew. I don't know how that's gonna look, but for everybody else, I hope everybody bunker down. You see, it rained a little bit, like some bands started coming. Right. Um, Fort Myers was already had water up to the car level, like open your door waters out, like that type of water, like driving through water, like tell your engine up water. That's what Fort Myers already got, and the hurricane wasn't even there yet. So that's what's what's coming off of it. And so we got some of that that came over for like it came like strong, real strong lightning, all that for like eight minutes, and then boom, it cleared back up. That's what it do. The thing about it is, with me being inland, we are on the right side of the hurricane. It's two sides to a hurricane. Everything that's on the left side of the hurricane pretty much is kind of safe because, you know, a hurricane whirls to the right. It doesn't whirl to the left. So right. anything that's kind of on the left is kind of, you know, pretty much going to get some bands and some wind, but ain't going to get nothing that's going to the right side. That's the strong wind, tornadoes, all that stuff. So that's the stuff that my side is facing in the inland because of the fact that we're on the right side of the storm. So gotcha. that's, that's you know, I'm in the house. We, we, we just, the town then pretty much evacuate, but it was like, um, you know, the, the, I talked to the fire lady and she was like, you know, if you want to put sandbags and all that stuff, but just bunker down, get all the water and all that stuff. So that's what we're doing. Oh, all right, back, back, back. So they got y'all in the spot where y'all can't like go out and none of that. Y'all just kind of- Nah, they ain't do, they ain't do that shit. They ain't, they haven't said, in yet they if it gets to that point they will but they haven't said that yet they i just talked to the lady when i was at the gas station you just said that you know um you know just if you feel like you need to get sandbags and just prepare for it you just may be a drill because you may not get nothing heavy but just in case oh gotcha gotcha like, i'm in a good part so that's good yo for real so listen let me just say this um so we want you to make sure that you let the people know exactly what you would like them to get from the film and the project. Because would you like people to go check out the book as well as how what they're going to get from the film? Definitely the book right here. You probably, I got this background on. Let me tell you this background on so y'all can see the book because I got the book right here. Oh, give me a moment. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, it is in. I don't know if it's backwards or not, but here is the book. Um, it is in audio on Google Play. It is also on Amazon Books, um, Kobo, Smashwords, all of the all of the ebook networks. And you can also order a hard copy on my website so you can send get a signed copy to yourself, sent to you in the mail. The movie is awesome. The book, Tiffany, I don't know if she down there. Tiffany, tell y'all, the book is really gonna make you have cry some real tears. And I'm sure the movie's gonna probably do the same thing. Um, I am ready for this movie. I hope y'all do. This is what I want to get from the movie. We need a conversation about rejection. <laughs> we got to talk about it. We got to teach our sons. We got to teach. We got to teach these people about when people say no. That 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 doesn't mean anything. That means we. That doesn't mean that we have to start with that. We can move on. We have to teach them. We have to learn how to teach our sons that they can re emote, release whatever they they are not cry babies. They are not nothing that's negative. If they want to get their emotions out, they need to be able to release. We have to give them the avenue to do that because if they learn how to do that early, they won't be holding on to so much when they get older. That's what I want to get. That's one of the things. The second thing is women. We have to stop being embarrassed. If you are in a relationship with somebody that's putting their hands on you, it is not your fault. I don't want you to think it is. You have got to stop holding that in because you are putting yourself in danger. Listen to me. If you have children, if you are not here for them, no one will take care of your children like you. If you don't think about nothing else, no one will care for your children like you. So make the decision and get out. Don't you're, You don't have to be embarrassed. You need to get out of there. And the last thing is family members. If you know this is going on, stop doing a hush mouth. I get, I'm so tired of that. When we know things are going on, we just turn our head. We got to stop doing that. If you know some, you're a, a grandson, a son, it's a daughter, somebody, something being affected by domestic violence, speak up. And say something because we we need to save more lives. Children are going without. Those are the messages that I want the people to get from the film, and that's what I want them to get from the book. Please, like, be safe. Like, put yourself first. You know, um, that's the biggest thing. Put, put yourself first as well. Like, nobody's gonna treat you how you're gonna treat you. The most important relationship in life is with you. So do not allow others to mistreat you. Or make you feel any type of way because you don't want to be with them. Facts. Rejection is uh wow, that that could be a really dope topic. I don't think a lot of people talk about that in a sense of just really diving on what it's like to deal with rejection. I think we Remember all I, I think, was telling you about guys and what and girls' phone numbers and how girls just give yeah, it. Yeah, true. I was telling yeah. you, it's about rejection. You're like, for real? And I was like, yo, that shit, it's real well, out here. Like, now you put it. it together. You put it together last time, too, now that I think about it, because you were saying that's the reason why y'all give the real number, because if not, they're going to call it right then and there. Then it could be something else that happened and all that other stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, you know you know what's hard, though, I think, for, for, for people who, like, when y'all tell when y'all tell us about these stories that these guys be doing, and you know that's not part of your character, that's what make it kind of hard. It's like, yo, really, that dudes really be doing that, yo. And then when y'all be like, yeah, for real, like, yo, yeah, these cats be bugging, like they can't take rejection, like yo, mm -hmm. like they really can't take a no. And it's weird because there's no way. And I'm looking at men like there's no man that's walking around here that always heard yes. No way. So why take it out on somebody that you feel like you? I don't know. It's just weird to me, yo. But I think no, it's not. It's not that. It's not that they listen. It's not that they didn't hear no. It's just that they don't want to hear no from that person. 
that. Well, either way, like no, That's but you know what? Part. No is still part. no though. The yeah. controlling part, I don't want you to say no. The controlling part of them, the possession part, you don't gotcha. you can't tell me no. You see what gotcha. I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not allowed to tell me no, but since you told me no, okay, this this is what's gonna happen. And right. you write about the phone and everything, because sometimes you be having it's rough out here. I don't have oh, the wrong you is, is sometimes not even worth it. You just feel <laughs> obligated and you don't want these people with your number. But guess what? I got a Google number, so I'm gonna get them a Google number. They're gonna call, and as soon as they call, they're gonna and they're not gonna call me block them. <laughs> yeah, I told them that's why I was like, yeah, that's they asked me my number. You know, they be like, Hey, let me get you, let me get let me get your number. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a number, I'm gonna give you the Google voice number. You're gonna call it's gonna ring, you know, let you think you feel and as soon as I get in the car, it's gonna be blocked because this is not what I wanted. But for me to maybe if I for me to keep my life, if that's what I needed, then that's that's yeah. what it was. Uh, that's exactly. what it was because if i reject you it might be something that's now nah, i might have to argue with you i don't yes. like that you know some they will get in a whole argument with you no yes. no, no get the yes. number get the so number here you go right as soon as you ask here you go gotta go anywhere i go I when i go out of state you're tripping yes sir oh. I, baby when i get i'm blind that's it because you don't know, like you don't know where they head at, you don't know what's going right. on, so you can go because I don't even know what you think about right now. You might be mad at somebody else. If I tell you no, you might take it out of me. Don't worry, kick on my number, call, and if I get in the car, Tiffany, you girl, you got <laughs> cursed. I don't have somebody threaten me with a gun, like girl, I just be like, you know what, you can have this thing. Hold on, that's what I'm saying, real quick. You just got to pick and choose your battles. <laughs> I'm not choosing. I'm not playing my battles. Here go the number. Call the Google. When I get a number, block. I'm going to block it. Block. It's a simple solution. I'm not about to sit there and argue with you unless you physically yeah. put in your hand. Exactly. Because like, you got some that'll be, they'll push you like, they get physical with you. But other than that, if you just, that's my, here you go. Right. I'm yeah. And y'all listen, I'm hurry. I will block and tell my husband a heartbeat. You damn right. Guess who need to make it back to their kids? Me. Exactly. 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 You know, real exactly. quick. Yo, but you know what though, y'all? You that's certain certain things that dudes that don't do that don't know about. You know what I mean? So it's good oh. that y'all saying that, man, because that oh. that's a form of like y'all said, like which is so weird though. But that's some of the things that y'all have to deal with in order to not have to deal with the repercussions of just being able to yeah. say no. Mm -hmm. Like that's weird. Like, I really no, we can't say weird. no now. We definitely can't say no. <laughs> that's that. That's gonna be World War Three out there. They y'all ain't trying to get cur Oh, mm -mm. that shit get loud. I mean, excuse me, it get loud. It get boisterous. Everybody be. I don't got time for that. Huh? Get this number. Yeah, it be in person. I do. I be nice. So I be extra nice. I let know. Yeah. Real cute, real hey, thank yeah, you so you much. It's the whole, whole conversation because I'm telling you, I really don't know your mind at, and I'm just. I just want to get in my car and go. That's yeah. all. Let's go facts. So I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. All the way up. Yep. Look at y'all up here being great actors. I love it, y'all. But look, yeah. you got to do what you got to do, right? To keep yeah. yourself. This is some of the things that I think a lot of people should be taught. Like, although, and I think that ties back into something we said last week. Uh, no, not maybe like a couple weeks ago when we was talking about us doing things, why should we have to do that, right? Yeah. Like when we were saying, like when it comes to 
uh, working around the whole way that we we get loans and stuff. If we gotta have, if it's a white person that's in our crew, we gotta let them be the front so we could get the access to the funds, you know. And like we was like, yo, well, why would we have to do? It's the same thing I'm looking at when it comes to y'all, like. Why do you have to give them the numbers? Like y'all said, because look, I'd rather go home than to me to sit up here and have to fight somebody that gets mad because I'm not giving them the number. Now they pride and ego all hurt and now they yeah. want to try to show out down here. And yeah. then now I got to defend myself because yep. somebody asked for my number and I said no. <laughs> Yeah, and it's exactly. like, yo, like, yo, listen, like, you know what I mean? So I get it, you know, like that's real life. And the, the fact that we have these opportunities to say this, because I don't know if that's a standard for all women, because I still see people still arguing. So obviously some of the mother girls didn't get, didn't get the memo. But uh, when they listen to this, hopefully they, they hear what yeah. you say. Just download Google just Voice. Give them, yeah. Just and give they them a number. Them over there, and as soon as I'm talking about, as soon as it rings, you get in the car. You, it's just a simple block. And and when they call, it's gonna say the number you call is no longer in service. They're gonna think they ain't gonna know what happened, but you're gonna be gone and you're gonna be alive. <laughs> that's a fact. She fact. said you're gonna be gone and you're gonna be alive, and that's a just fact. Download Google you Voice. Get to, you get to do it all over Google again Voice. another day. You yep. live to do it another day. That's it. Listen, yeah. Hey, me. So you said you you you, you live you live to fake them out another day, me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Those are the times that we in. I'm just it's crazy. Just and listen, um, it's happened. Like I said, it's happening so often. I hate some. Sometimes it's just I just hear another story, and I just be like, dang man, it, it's continuing to happen to to somebody else's child. We need a conversation. We have to be able to talk about it. Like, um, you know, we got to teach. And, and the main thing, again, we got to teach our sons how to be able to emote properly so they're not holding on to stuff and stop making them feel like they have to so that we can alleviate a lot of these things that they're holding on to. Right. The pressures that are that are put on them as young men, as men, period. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, they already carrying a way of being a man, then the black man, okay, those are a lot of weights, so now you have to, you think you have to be this, you can't be this, and you can't be emotional this, because you have to be this, no, baby, I need you to cry as often as you can, come on, let's cry together, what do you need to release, you know what, let's release it, I am a coach, let's release it, because if you can, if we can resolve it here, then you're going to treat everybody else out there better, and the first thing, you're going to start treating yourself better, at the end of the day, treat yourself better. When you when you start treating yourself better, you're gonna you definitely gonna treat everybody else better. That's a fact. I like that, yo. And I think um that's a lot of good gems to walk away from. And I think just based on the conversation today, I think a lot of people will be able to get a lot from this conversation because whether whether we believe it or not, domestic violence is real. Uh, people are still dealing with it. It's a lot of people who have to deal with it more when this uh, mm -hmm. what you call it, pandemic happened. Uh, and you know, it's a lot of people still dealing with stuff now or trying to get out of it right now. So hopefully for those of y'all that may be dealing with or know somebody that's dealing with it, how can they get in contact with you coach? Like if somebody need to be able to, you know, if they want to have somebody to talk to or, you know, get some information if they're watching this or will watch this. Um, you can go to my website. I am Erica Thomas.com. I am Erica Thomas.com without the K. Okay. Um, and you'll see my book me link at the top. Go ahead and book your consultation. 
Um, it's a K. It's called Chaos to Peace Consult because basically that's what you're going from chaos to trying to find peace. Um, so go ahead and book your consultation. Um, also, um, go ahead and look at some of the, the the things I have on my website in the wellness section. I have the blog up and I talk about different topics there, unrequited love and things of that nature. So go and get familiar with that because that's a lot of reasons why a lot of women end up with abusers. It's unrequited love. They move them from relationship to relationship trying to replace something that's not replaceable. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. just a repeated cycle. So go and learn about things like that. And, um, you know, other things I, you know, I have on my website um, and follow me on social media on IG is coach Erica T on TikTok is coach Erica T on Facebook is um, I am Erica Thomas. Um, you know, and you're going to also find China T on Facebook as well. If you would like to read some, you know, look at my other books and things of that nature, all of that is on my website and on my social media. I bet. So, for those of y'all that may be watching, listening, or watch the playback, listening, y'all know what to do, man. Just get in contact if y'all need to get some information. If any of y'all are dealing with domestic violence on any level, it may not be physical, like all the ladies said today. They said it could be going through something mental, which is even worse, because that gets you out of your thought process. That gets you off your square. That gets you not even believing in yourself or that anything that you are is right or right about you, which is a lot worse than somebody putting their hands on you. Because it's just like as a kid when we said, would you rather have the punishment or the beating? I said, I'd rather take the beating because yep. if I could take the beating, it'll go away and I can go outside. I do not want to be in a room where people yelling my name from downstairs. Yo, all right, you coming out? And I got to be like, nah, or hide out the window every time somebody look up because I'm looking down and shit. Now, like that. <laughs> Let me stop because I'm starting to reminisce. Mm. <laughs> So there we go. I just want all of y'all out there that's watching to understand that, man, don't don't feel alone. You know what I mean? You are, you know, and even as men, like, listen, y'all, we understand, like, some of y'all may be the antagonizer. We understand that. A lot of times, a lot of men that do the abuse and be watching stuff, too. It ain't like it just be the other way. If y'all feel like, you know, you're tired of being a person that feel like you have to result to anger in order for you to get your point across. Mm -hmm. Then yo, call coach too. She ain't gonna judge you. She might talk about you a little bit up front because you, you know, you did that, but she ain't gonna judge you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she might, like she might just, she might just, you know, she might just dig in you a little bit, a little bit more firmer because you know, you, you, you know, but you transitioning, so it's all about change. Yeah, all about yeah. change, right, right, so right. So stay, right. stay positive out, out there. And Mika, I, I would love to work with you. Um, definitely, let's see what we can do. Because I, what what type of um, coaching do you do? I do life purpose. So okay, I'm I'm with those women who lost themselves at some point, probably after something in a domestic violence situation. They forgot who they were. They were in that emotional abuse. So. so yeah, definitely healing. Okay, great. Awesome. Awesome. So we can go definitely collaborate. I also want to say everybody, I'm also hosting an indie book fair doing the Florida Classic Weekend in Orlando, Florida on November 19th. Um, it is going to, you can go to the website, indiebookfair.net, um, hosting that event. And I'm also going to host a Literary Appreciation Weekend next weekend, um, next year in March as well. So I'm so excited. Um, she, she, oh, yep. The collect <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. Oh, so yeah, Tiff, don't worry about it. We're going to have her back because I want, <laughs> she got this erotica book. She got all this other stuff. I want to get into yeah. that with the girls because when I start, when I said something, Especially CJ, she told myself, "What? Hold on, hold on. Don't be talking in that." All right, so look, we gotta bring her back, you know. So hopefully, 
we ain't run off. Agreed. You know what I mean? Tonight, I know y'all got that movie. So we we, we want to make sure we get that out today. Right. We're going to have to bring her back and we're going to talk okay. about some of these other books and stuff. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I enjoyed y'all so much. I know that. Nice yeah, 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 yeah. With See, this wasn't that bad, right? Like, you know, you, oh. you ain't get interviewed. You know what I'm saying? You ain't get no, no, no. You it just had a conversation. Awesome. It was yeah. awesome. I love the conversation. I love talking with everybody. I love your perspective. I love everybody's input. I'm so happy. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you chose, you know what I'm saying, us to be able to come on and talk to and chop it up with us, man, because, you know, as 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 a lot of people do, you know, they create these platforms and they make it about themselves. You know, it's easy to have an ego. You know what I mean? It's easy to sit up here and just be a bunch of people that blab off, but it's also great to have a you know a platform where you allow other people to come up and share their perspective, right. regardless. And that's one thing that I thrive on about sparking conversation is that you know although we may show passion at times and we don't always agree with each other's perspective, but we never argue, we never fuss about another person's perspective. It's awesome. what you want to do. The only way that you can learn or understand people for who they are is to allow them to express who they are and not who you think they should be. Because, you know, what good is it to be somebody's friend if you're going to be their friend because they're doing what you want them to do? But I mean, right. they ain't your friend, you know? you know what I'm saying? You right. got to be able to understand people from their perspective and not be able to, you know, and be able to just understand it. Not agree, but understand it. Like, listen, I have mad family members that did things like suffer from alcohol abuse. I didn't, I didn't like it, but I I still respected them, you know, as much as, you know, a lot of people out here look down on people for certain things that they go through. Listen, respect go a long way. Right. I promise you, respect go longer than love, yo, when they really come down to it, yo. When you put a lot of respect, when you leave with respect, then I guess there's no other room for nobody else to misjudge you if you leave with respect, right? I agree. I so perspective agree. is important. Getting to understand other people's perspective. You know what else? That, sh that should be a love language. I know it's not. But perspective should be a love language. I, 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 that's just me. I think mm -hmm. adding into it. Because when you're talking to people, that's one thing that people don't do. People don't get to know people to based on their, uh, and, and then under allow them a perspective. Because what I noticed you tell some people some shit about your life, they use it against you in a fucking argument. You're a bum, you know? <laughs> like, that's why I should have never told you. <laughs> I should have never told you I, that, I, that I tried to die um, my hair with peroxide. Like, I was told y'all try to... Yo, I straight Listen. did use it against... <laughs> that's yo, what look, I'm saying, so. People use it oh, against no, you. You know what I I'm did, saying? I did that, too. What? You got your hair with peroxide? Mm -mm. <laughs> I was about to say, no, ma'am. Listen, I'm talking about the other. I'm talking about uh, uh said something bad to somebody in the argument that they told me. I did that too. I did that one time. You get what I'm saying? But, and I you won't know do the, it. I, I don't do it again. I will never do it again because I don't like what it did. But exactly. It, but it, the, and you know what I mean? The main reason why I think people do that is because when a person tells you something in that in that regard, people listen to it and they judge it. Mm -hmm. It's like. Oh, okay. And then when something come up, they like that. That's why you like this right now because your mother didn't talk to you when you was two. You like, well, damn! I told you that. I told you that as part of right. what I'm healing right. from, not for you right. to act like because I told you I'm I'm healing. I ain't healed yep. yet. 
You know what I mean? So that's what I mean because people don't understand perspective. In that regard, if a person say, yo, my mother didn't talk to me since I was two and I feel some type of way, will help you to understand, okay, so this person has a thing dealing with communication. So then now I know how to deal with them. I ain't gonna keep repeating myself to you, fam. I already said it one time. I mean, yo, listen, we could try to get it. We could break it down, but that's it. But that's because you get a perspective of this person. Now you ain't arguing with them. Right. Because now you know they got an issue with communication. I'm not about to argue with you. Hey, here you go. Facts. You get what I'm saying? Now I know. But if I if I if I don't get perspective, I'm gonna argue with you and, and tell you, you know yeah, what? That's why you, that's why you an asshole because your great grandfather didn't let you hold his watch. And you mad? You, it's like, damn, yo, like, why you do that? Like, but, yeah. but that's why because you ain't get perspective. So I think it should be a love language. You ain't gonna be everybody's, but yeah. definitely not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it should be one of them. Golly. Well, all right. So no, nah, I ain't gonna ask you that. That's gonna be for when we bring you back on, so okay. we can talk about the other book. We can't okay. have you talking about domestic violence and then talk about love language at the same time. So we're gonna bring that back. All right. Okay. But no, before we go, good. that's good. Before we go, I do want to say this. Um, I know we was bugging just a few seconds ago, but don't give it away because we want people to watch it. We want people to get the book. We want people to do all that. But I think your movie ends in tragedy, right? So before we go, because we about to get out of here, I just want you to, you know, before we go, just let everybody know. Um, you told them how to contact you. You told them, you know, a few other tidbits about get out. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel like, you know, you, you know, all the little things you gave them. But I just want you to make sure you reiterate it one more time. When they watch this movie, the main thing you want them to get out of this is what? We want to make sure they drill this in. Because like I said, you don't just have a typical movie where people are going through certain situations. It is tragedy at the end. What I want a whole nother level. What I want to get is number one, deal learning how to deal with rejection. That's the number one thing. Number two, it is. Number two, stop being embarrassed. Speak up. It is not your fault. Tell us before it's too late. And number three, family members, if you know what's going on, say something. Get in them. Get get in front of it. Please speak. Don't don't allow it to go on. Not even in your home. Well, you know what's you need to do something before something else happens that you cannot change. There it is. And I just wanted to make sure that we reiterated that one more time because as much as we may have been laughing, you know, taking things, it wasn't a light. You know, we just wanted to make sure that y'all know that we are, you know, we're sensitive to this issue and this subject and that, you know, we want to make sure that we drill it in to make sure that you guys understand that. Based on the three key points that she just made, consider those, please, if you are a person that's going through that. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, thank you to everybody. We know. So Meek and CJ, please let everybody know what's going on and what's coming up with y'all. We start with you, CJ. Look like Meek is trying to get herself together. Shut up. You know, same old thing. Yeah, she all over the place. Same old, same old, y'all. <laughs> visit www.preview.career. If you sign up for the landing page, we'll be able to send you more information. Stay tuned, because we're still working on the website. We're still working on partnerships. We're still working on everything being launched. Gotcha. I mean, we're still working with a bunch of launch camps and a bunch of grants trying to get more money to finish creating the AI system. So stay tuned. Again, www.preview.career. Right there. Yeah, uh-huh. Like the page. We send you more information. That's right. That's right. And remember, y'all, they're helping people with careers, careers, 
It's, it's, it's a reason why that's in the name. So understand, yeah. we're not trying to help y'all get into the call center. That's regular not a job. We we talk about that's we talk about you know, whether it trades. We talk about nurses. We talking about like actually you know getting back to you know working with our hands, doing something that we'll be able to right. have some sort of you know something you'll be able right. to. Create a business of your own from it's like corporate espionage. Learn as much as you can so you'll be able to create your own. So I mean, it, it is a lot. It's a lot. That's why I'll never go into detail. It's a lot, but I mean, you know, again, sign up for the landing page. We'll be able to see more information. But not, nah, but it's dope that sometimes you know yeah. people need to understand the difference between a job and a career. career Ain't that wrong? Like we we the platform that y'all creating is 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 really important. I mean, it's really dope, and I know it's like yo, it's coming. I'm telling people like yo. Pay attention. Get jump on the landing page. Get that information because, like I said, some of y'all that's in trade school right now or whatever, go ahead and jump on early. So soon as they go live, you could be one of the first people that could jump on and possibly run through and get this career popping. Like we said, you know, the best way for us to get to that to freedom is financially. I mean, I understand people like to get money just to have in the hold, but we saying that the the best way to get the freedom is using finances to get there. Like, I don't want you know what I mean. So financial freedom should be everyone's number one priority, y'all. But anyway, me, what's going on with you? Let them know what's popping. Uh, what am I doing right now? Um, I, I am <laughs> so happy to meet you, Coach Erica, because I do. I want to get together with a bunch of healers, bunch of coaches. I want to heal some women, and that's my passion, and that's what mostly what I work with. Um, so I'm still working on that. I have a bunch of people who are interested and do different types of things like chakra and Reiki and, you know, all that magical power stuff. Um, so <laughs> I'm still working on getting that stuff together and, um, creating a community, a tribe. Um, so that's always been my goal and that's still what I'm, I got popping on. Um, oh, whose phone is that? Okay. Also, yeah, I'm still just creating. Um, I'm working on some digital planners um, for another coach. Um, I do her printed planners for her clients currently, but some of them have been wanting something in a digital format. So, you know, I'm, I'm branching off going in that direction. I've already played around with that. So trying to find some more people to kind of get that popping so that it's less that's resources dope. on my end um so i don't have to print it and bind it so um, no, that's dope. yeah yeah, yeah so everything expanding. is in this everything is in this these things right here anyway so mm-hmm. yo it's just another extension of your business so y'all make sure y'all check meek out um y'all know y'all could check cj and meek out on both on both of the pages team collective tv and collective vision y'all see them in all the content they mad funny and, you know, so don't just go by the way that y'all see them on the podcast. Understand that they really put in the work, too, um, outside of it. So y'all make sure y'all catch them on that. And then for those of y'all, remember, uh, the LLC luncheon is coming, y'all. It's looked like this. I'm going to push it up to the first quarter just because I want it to be so perfect. But I want everybody to know that if you're interested. Um, and if you're not, if you need to know how to get your LLC for free and just have to pay your state fees, y'all know, hit me up. Let me know. Um, we're working on these masterminds so we can help people get funding. 
It's a whole bunch of plays that I've been learning. We've been putting it in the mix. So we just need you to make sure that you got your business official and we get you some funding out here so you can make some shit shake, man. And I mean, in a way where it's not just for you to have money in your pocket. Don't come to me if you just want to walk around here looking like something. Because trust me, like I'm not going to tell nobody something that I'm not doing myself personally. Just one thing y'all should never do. Never judge the book by its cover. For all of y'all, until you reach to the point where you could buy four or five of what you want, you got a nine or five keeper. Let people think you walking around there that your only source of income. That's okay. Perception is the number one rule to keeping people out your business. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Everybody don't need to know anything you're doing. Your words mine. I just want to say that. That's what the, that's what the timeline is for. Pay attention to that. Get out of my face. So look, y'all know that. So all of y'all, <laughs> make sure y'all do that. Also, be on the lookout for American Ninja Warrior tryouts. I'm definitely jumping on. No. no. I will make that. Y'all, don't be a nah, hater. You know, my team happening. is hating. But just remember it's that, yo, happening. you a ninja, believe in yourself, yo. Don't let your friends tell you that you can't be a ninja, yo. Word up. No matter how old you are, no matter you what, yo. Be. Just make sure that you do what you do, yo. Don't be afraid to be a ninja. All right? So we you about to get out be. of here. And all of y'all out there, like I said to y'all, man, before, man, with all the ladies that's up here, make sure y'all check them out. Coach, again, thank you for jumping on. Thank y'all for having me. Word, nah, thank you for coming on, man. Word, and being a good sport, yo, and not, you know what I'm saying, and and letting the world know how you really feel about the issues that you support. So I think it's super dope, yo, word up. All right, y'all. So listen, y'all hang on. Y'all don't hang up. But to the people that's watching, don't forget, if y'all are new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe and catch the alerts for whenever we drop. Every Tuesday we go live and we pop shit, yo, so y'all know what we do. So just come check us out, man. Like I said, all the time, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will, yo, all right? So until next time, y'all, peace.